Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about the impact that solo masturbation can have on your sexual, emotional, and physical intimacies. And as we start today's show, I just want you to think about this anonymous quote that says, what's done in the dark will come to light. Mm -hmm. I've been saying variations on this to my children for their entire lives, but especially as we talk about this kind of topic and a lot of topics in your marriage, what's done in dark will come to light. Mm -hmm. It is it is proven. It is true. It's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But first and foremost, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug mm -hmm. is really an opportunity for you to hear about the breakthrough in somebody else's marriage, to hear what somebody, the action that somebody else has done. And, and for some of you to just take that action as your own yeah, and, and adopt it in your own marriage. This hug comes from a message that we received that starts with, I got the book, She Comes First and started it last night, saving portions for my husband who does not like to read, but will read what I deem important to read as well. <laughs> I started listening back in November and can't tell you how much yours and Tony's story sounds like ours. Your book and podcast have given me the knowledge and the tools I needed to strive to be a better wife and enjoy sex more as well. I really struggled with the idea that sex was only for procreation and not pleasure, wrong thinking, and more for the man, wrong thinking, and it was my duty, it was more my duty to just be there for him. Again, wrong thinking. Those were all her comments, not mine. I'm working to overcome all of this and I don't know how I would have done it without you guys. I love it. Oh my goodness. It's amazing I what starts to happen in a marriage when your mindset changes. Yeah, an action taker. That that's the big thing right here. Being intentional, taking action. Hey, picked up our books. Mm -hmm. Started listening to the podcast. Picked up another book, and the book that she uh, mentioned. She comes first is a book that we have mentioned many a times. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a link to it here in the episode notes, and also you can check out our favorite Amazon stuff. This book is on Amazon. Many of the books that we talk about are on Amazon. You can go, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon and check out what we have there. But again, it's all about taking action and how are you taking what we're sharing and using it in your marriage mm -hmm. right now. Right now. Right. Th that's, that's the key. Marriage is going to ebb and flow. You're going to have times when it's just like, woohoo, everything is great and what you're doing is perfect and it's working so well. And other times it's not. Mm -hmm. And those are two different types of actions you need to take. Mm -hmm. And believe me, Elisa and I, having been married 25 years behind these microphones for 12 and a half years at this point in time, believe me, you've heard us go through those and we, and we've had to step out in times in different seasons. So thank you for sharing this. And, and I'm so excited for each and every one of you who does each and every week go, I can do 1%. What's a 1% thing I can do to be taking action in my marriage. So it's, a, it's the extraordinary marriage I desire. I just had this crazy revelation. Have we been podcasting now for half our marriage? 12 and a half out of 25-ish? Well, close. I don't... We're getting close. 
Okay. We'll think about that math later. But, I don't know. but if that was just a weird, like you said that 12 and a half of our 25. And I'm like, well, 12 and a half is half of 25. So we, we've got to be closing in on almost half of our marriage okay. has been recorded. Cool. Random. Yep. Random thoughts. Let's get back to today's episode. episode. Uh, you know, as Tony said, we're talking about solo masturbation. And it's been quite a while since we've done an episode on masturbation. And it's been coming up in coaching conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen questions, you know, from people come in in different places and things like that. And when, you know, if you've been around for a while, you know, our philosophy is, is that we start seeing it in multiple places and in, in multiple asks. It's time to do another episode on it. Typically in threes. To, yeah, three is three is definitely when it shows up in threes. We're like, it's time, um, and, and so I just want to start. I know it may seem really simplistic to start with a definition of what masturbation is, but like a lot of words that we use in marriage, a lot of words that that get thrown about casually in society. I think it's really helpful as we start an episode to have all of us working with the same definition because I'm actually going to pull out parts of this definition. Um, thank you, Merriam-Webster. That is where I go to Merriam-Webster.com. And so according to merriamwebster.com, masturbation is the erotic stimulation, especially of one's own genital organs, commonly resulting in orgasm and achieved by manual or other bodily contact exclusive of sexual intercourse, by instrumental manipulation, occasionally by sexual fantasies, or by various combinations of these agencies. So quick highlights, because that was a whole lot of words, and I'm a little bit more simplistic when it comes to definition. Erotic stimulation one's genital organs resulting in orgasm achieved through manual contact and or the use of instruments and or sexual fantasies or a combination of all of that, of all of that. Okay. And you know, as we said at the top, we're talking about solo masturbation. We know, and we have talked, we did an episode, uh, I think it was actually entitled Mutual Masturbation. It was, let me see what, see if you can, if you can find it, we'll link to it, but we're not talking about the two of you, in the middle of your sexual intimacy, stimulating one's or stimulating your genitals as part of that together. That's not what we're talking about in today's episode. We're talking about what happens when one of you is doing this by yourself. And and I do want to say at the top of this episode, women masturbate as do men. This is not something that we're just like, Hey, husbands, we're calling you out for what you're no, no, no. We've been around long enough doing this for long enough to know that both men and women engage in this behavior and you know, getting into this place of saying, okay, well, what is the impact on marriage when it's happening solo? Sometimes it's happening as a result of maybe a spouse has been ill, chronically ill for a long time. And the two of you have had the conversations around this and you understand that maybe there's been long distance. We know we have enough of you here in the one family that you are dealing with deployments, you are dealing with you know long distance work schedules. And again, there's been conversation around it. But we're getting into this place in today's episode of talking about it when it's happening without your partner's presence and or their knowledge. And this is where things start to get a little bit dicey. Very, very specific. We're, we're, we're really honing in here because again, a topic like this, we can go in many different directions. Mm-hmm. Alisa shared that we talked and we have an episode on mutual masturbation. That's episode 508. So if you want to listen to that one, go go listen there. And I have it in the episode notes here. Very particular, very clear. We're really looking at what's it look like when you're when you solo masturbate. And I would even say your spouse has no idea mm-hmm. that this is going on. 
Mm-hmm. There's been no emotional intimacy. There's no been, there's been none of that. There's no, there hasn't been any discussion about it around it, what you're doing, why you're doing it, when it's happening. Mm. It is the, this area in time where it's like, I'm not being satisfied. I need to get satisfied. So I'm going to go do my own thing mm-hmm. without the knowledge of my spouse or without my spouse's knowledge or without my spouse's knowledge. Yeah. Whichever way you want to say it. Yeah. But that's what, that's really what we're looking at here in today's episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we asked the question, you know, from time to time, those of you that are brand new, first of all, welcome if you're brand new yeah. to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. But from time to time, we'll put up questions on Instagram. We'll do the polls. We'll do questions there. And yeah. we asked the question. That's on Instagram story. So if you want to go check it out, you, yes. you got it. it. It'll only be there for 24 hours. So you need to be looking. Yeah. We're not holding it there forever. Um, but getting into asking the question, how, how do you feel? When you find out about this, what has been the impact of solo masturbation on your marriage? And we got words, you know, and emotions like it creates fear, insecurity, jealousy, loneliness, feels like betrayal. I feel inadequate. There's been a loss of intimacy, withdrawal, disconnection. Mm-hmm. Those are really powerful words and those are words that can be destructive when left unchecked and unaddressed to a marriage. Some of you said that, that your spouse's solo masturbation, there were responses that said things like it led to our divorce. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. There were responses that said, I feel like I'm competing with his or her actions. I feel like I'm not needed because he or she will take care of things that themselves. These are really big things, big concepts that we have to deal with because what these all, what these emotions all indicate is that there's a crack in multiple pillars Mm -hmm. of intimacy in your marriage, right? This isn't just like, Hey, I'm just like, I'm taking care of myself. Elisa, stop bothering me. Don't, don't like, why are you making a big deal about this? I'm making a big deal about this because someone in the marriage doesn't feel good about what's going on in the marriage. And I've spent enough time behind my Zoom camera coaching couples for the last 10 years to say, if somebody is not feeling connected, it's going to lead to a greater divide. If the two of you aren't talking about this and building your emotional intimacy, the wheels are going to fall off. Mm-hmm. And, and getting into this place, and I know like we're tossing around these terms, six pillars of intimacy. And if you're brand new, you're probably like, okay, well, yeah, what are they? So the six pillars of intimacy, just in a nutshell, emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, financial intimacy, spiritual intimacy, recreational, and sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. And, and when there are cracks, you can get into this place where it's super easy to feel like living like roommates, especially if there's a disconnect in your emotional and sexual intimacy. Those often push couples into roommate syndrome. We've been there ourselves. Yeah. Well, we've, we've dealt with solo masturbation. I have. Have you? I, I, that, that was just interesting. As, as I was like just thinking through this, I, I have. And it was, it was early on in our marriage. And it really was up into that point where, um, where I was still watching and looking at pornography. After that point, that's when, for me, it had stopped. Mm-hmm. Now, even though our marriage wasn't great after I stopped viewing pornography, I mean, because that was at year seven, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? It was still like another four years before we did our our sixty day sex challenge. But there was something in that interim that things began to shift, and mm-hmm. and I wasn't looking to please myself. We were still, you know, working and in in diving in and trying to grow our marriage. Those that seven to, to eleven year mark wasn't great because mm-hmm. that's when we also lost our second child, Andrew. Mm-hmm. But I never went back to it. I, there was something that that for me was done and it was finished. And and since we've done the 60 day sex challenge, we've had a strengthening of our emotional intimacy. So we've discussed it. So it has not come about since then. Yeah. But you, have you ever had that? No. It's only been in, in that sense of where we talked about that mutual masturbation. Right. Yeah. I mean, even, even, uh, so I just, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. Look but. at him apologizing for interrupting me. Come on. Who says you can't grow in marriage? Go ahead, honey. Um, Even when, like, because we have talked about, hey, learn your body. Uh-huh. Explore. So you guys both know what touches you do like, especially around that foreplay. Like what, what feels good? What doesn't? But I think you never did that solo by yourself. No. And uh, okay. So a little bit of backstory about Tony and Elisa. We, we met the summer of 94. We were long distance for the school year of 94, the 94, 95 school year. We did engage in phone sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to like put this all out there during that time. I will tell you that there was masturbation happening while we were having phone sex. So well, on both parts, right? Well, yes. yeah, but, I, but I'm we just, were both not. There was, there was both knowledge. knowledge of us doing right. that. But I'm, I'm just I'm putting this out there so that, that there's context for this. That was the only time. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I like you asked that question. I'm like, have I? Like, I I honestly can't think of a single instance where I have. Um. I think that's because similar to the hug that I read, I had a lot of like jacked up kind of wrong thinking about sex and, and masturbation and, and, you know, t- even touching one's body coming into marriage. Mm-hmm. And so like I could, I could compartmentalize it when we were long distance and it was, you know, phone sex. And then when it became like when we were in our marriage, I was like, oh, you know, yeah. a lot of religious upbringing that said, don't do that. But coming into this place and again, so, you know, you kind of heard our story about this, but going into this place and saying, okay, what's the impact on marriage? And, and again, what happens when it's solo? Because there were three key parts of the definition that I think we need to address because this is where it starts to really impact the the emotional, the physical, and the sexual intimacy. And those three key aspects were how does it happen, mm-hmm. right? The, the, it pretty much answers are like, how is it done? And the first one was achieved through manual contact. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm going to straight up tell you how you stimulate yourself to orgasm manually will always feel different than what your spouse does. Like... I feel very confident putting an always on that because um, your hand feels different. The amount of pressure you apply, the intensity, the frequency, all of that is different Mm -hmm. than what it's going to be like when your spouse is doing it. Absolutely. So, So you may find yourself in a place where if you are frequently masturbating solo, you will not be able to be stimulated by your spouse's touch because it's different. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Second aspect of that definition said the use of instruments, which sounds highly clinical. Um, uh, we're going to talk toys here for a second. Yep. Right. So getting into, you know, the use of vibrators and different, you know, mechanical devices 
that again, Tony and I were like, I, I was joking with him as we were getting ready to, to record. And I'm like, I can't look at you and be like, Hey dude, can you go to level three, that whole like start stop thing? And can you, you know, give me a level two intensity? Like I get with my, you know, my Dame vibrant. Can you do that? And cause he can't, he can't, but if that's my expectation, if that's the only thing that gets me to orgasm, then we're going to have a disconnect when it comes to being sexually intimate because I'm going to be like, dude, you're not doing it for me. And we've talked about sex toys and we've talked about the use of them and how much we have used them and how to stop using them because that was happening. Even, you know, together that was, became a, a wedge between how we were, you know, satisfying one another. Yeah. That was the, uh, the episode is your vibrator crutch. That's right. And the third one is sexual fantasies. Right. And straight up, I'm going to tell you, if you aren't thinking about your spouse, there's a really big giant question hovering in the air and that's who you're thinking about. And if you're relying on other people, other scenarios to get you stimulated, what happens when it's just the two of you? Because chances are really good. Mm. If you're relying on a whole lot of other things, hello, 50 shades of gray, hello, porn, hello, all of these different, you know, scenarios, you know, erotica, we've, we've erotica we've for about women. This, yes. If you're relying on that, you're going to be challenged to be in the moment and not to have your brain float off away. This, this is where the, the issue becomes with solo masturbation. This is where it can really become this, this chasm that starts to open up in your marriage. And we've got to talk about how to keep your physical, your sexual, and your emotional intimacy strong, navigating solo masturbation in your marriage. We're going to talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back, and we're talking about how to keep your sexual, emotional, and physical intimacy strong incorporating masturbation into your marriage. If that's something that the two of you choose to do. And let me be real clear. You don't have to, you don't have to, but if you do like, you've got to, this is a, this is a week. This is an episode to listen to and go, okay, what has been the role of solo masturbation in our marriage? Straight up little self-reflection. No surprise there. How has this been impacting the two of you? Mm-hmm. 
you know, has it been because there's been, you know, the two of you have actually talked about it. If that's the case, high five for having strong emotional intimacy in this area. But if it hasn't been talked about, if, you know, your spouse freaks out on you when they find out, if you're doing it in secret and hoping they don't walk through the door, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put up the little, hey, Houston, you got a problem. Because things that are done in secret are going to come to light. And I can promise you, I've sat on, you know, across from enough husbands and wives who have found out that their husband or wife is masturbating in, in, in secret. They don't know about it. And they are devastated. I think those are some of the most, you can feel the hurt when we get DMs or messages from, from one or the other, when they do find out and it just, it's just like the wind's been knocked out of their sails and it comes from both sides. Again, Elisa and I are not driving in on just the male or the female. It, we're, we see it happening on both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking to your spouse about what you're doing. It is a way to build connection, right? It is that emotional intimacy. It's figuring out what does this look like? Has there been, you know, a, a shift in desire? Has there been illness? Has there been like, what's the why? What's going on? Are you guys engaging in your emotional intimacy? And this is something that we've shared for years. Like you have to, you have to have the courage to stand tall, to stand up and go, okay, we need to talk about our sex life. Something's going on. Mm -hmm. And many of you are sitting there going, but if I say something or I've tried to say something in the past and it doesn't, it doesn't fall like I thought it was. You got to keep trying. You got to keep going after it. You got to, both of you need to. And if you need help, go get a coach. Go get somebody in between you so that way you can bring it up and you have that third party who can then set up a plan and, and, and hold you both accountable. Because sometimes you got some bad habits. You got some stinking habits going on. And you got to break them. And some of that is just in the way that you're communicating with an, with one another. This has nothing to do with the solo masturbation. This is just the habits that you guys have just in being able to connect and say stuff that's really going on that you're going to be open, honest, and transparent with one another. And if you want to learn more about coaching here at One Extraordinary Marriage, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think about this even to just, you know, like I hear your passion because I know, you know, you read the DMs same as I do. And, and, and we know that it doesn't have to be that way, right? We know that couples can get to a place where they're strengthening mm -hmm. this pillar of sexual intimacy where we start talking about, okay, well, what are the differences in trust? What does it look like to, you know, maybe masturbation, mutual masturbation becomes part of your foreplay, mm -hmm. or maybe that is the main event on some nights, but it's discussed. It's this place of strengthening. It's this place of, okay, you know what? Yes, I have been doing this, but I've also figured out what works for me. And I want to share that with you so that you can participate with me so that we can actually continue from this point forward to build our sexual intimacy together so that I can tell you, Hey, little tighter, little softer, little hard, whatever that is. It's getting to this place of saying, like I had a husband tell me the other day, middle of a coaching call, and, and he just looks at me and you could see the emotion in his face. And he said, Elisa, he goes, I just want to know what works for her. I, I want to make her feel good. And, and it comes from this place of, you know, if, if you've figured out something about yourself because you have been engaging in solo masturbation, share it with your spouse. Share it with them. Bring them into that place of 
being able to build the sexual intimacy with you. Engage with them. Let it be an opportunity for the two of you to spend time together, for the two of you to enjoy orgasm together, for the two of you to just be together. We're spending so much of our time in these, in our lives in these like solo, like, oh, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to be independent. And I'm going to do all this kind of stuff. You are married. Where's the opportunity in this one life that we have to build that connection with your husband or your wife? Mm. What can you, what, how can you look at, at specifically these three pillars of intimacy and say, wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe I've been engaging in this, or maybe this has been a factor in our marriage, but you know what? I've got a commitment to strengthening these three pillars. And I will say this as a spouse who's engaged in this and sharing if you're receiving this, it's going to be hurtful. It really is. But I want to say the one who's also sharing it is coming clean and they want to let you know. And so how you react and how you address that is really going to allow you guys to be catapulted into a place where you guys are going to start to get healing mm. and your breakthrough. Another way is going to lead to them shutting down and you being seriously frustrated, upset, both of them hurt. Believe me, there's there's a breach of trust. We understand that. How we react to it, though, can really determine how we move forward. Well, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Emotional intimacy is that verbal and nonverbal communication, right? And I, I want to say, if you're on the receiving end of this news, your emotions are 100% valid. Mm -hmm. Anyone that has ever sat across from me and has had big emotions or, you know, strong emotions, I'm like, they're yours. Mm -hmm. and, and you're, you have permission to experience them. You also have the capability and you do have self-control to process them and not to stay in that stuck place of, wow, that was a really flipping large emotion that I just experienced. Don't stay there. Don't stay in the strong negative emotion, get the help that you need process through it so that the two of you can build your marriage going forward. And we have seen it happen time and time and time again. Elisa has had many of coaching clients and we've seen many of you send in hugs and stories of just listening to an episode here or there or picking up the six pillars of intimacy and going, Oh my goodness. Yeah, this, this hit us. And yet we're not going to stay here. We're not going to stay in this stuck place. We're not going to stay stuck in the past. We're going to, we're going to live in our future or in our present. And we're going to start charting our course of the future mm -hmm. of what it's going to look like to have the extraordinary marriage we desire. Because each and every one of us, if you've been married more than maybe a, even a day <laughs> at this, it's it, sometimes, I mean, we, we hear from couples who've been married a day or two or three and things go awry. Mm -hmm. For many of us, we've been married 10, 15, 20, 30 years. 40 years. And yet you guys hear the hugs. You guys who are part of the, the one family Facebook group, you see the breakthroughs that happen. It's because couples and individuals aren't willing to sit in the past, but to look at their present and to court and, and to course their future. Chart their future. Chart their future. Yeah. Thank you. Of course their future sounds yeah. creative, creative. Chart their future. Chart their future. So do know you're going to have some emotion mm -hmm. and, and that's going to be part of this journey. And yet you can have redemption 
and you can have the breakthrough Mm -hmm. and you can have the testimony to share to another couple who may be hurting that you're going to see six months down the road that you're going to be like, oh, you know what? We've gone through that. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I would never say that. You know what? When you have a testimony, it needs to be shared because that's how somebody else has their breakthrough. And and here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we believe that it's you guys who are actually more powerful than we are. We know. We know you share. And what you share with those people in your lives, man, that's where, for many of you, this is going to be a breakthrough week. Mm -hmm. 100%. You know, it's, your sexual intimacy was designed as something for the two of you to engage in and enjoy together. You might be sexually active solo, but you can only be sexually intimate together. Ooh, that was good. That literally just flew out of my mouth. I love it. That was a good one. That was good. That was a good one. Sexual intimacy is one of the six pillars. It is an important pillar. Take time this week to look at the impact of this, to look at what has happened in your marriage, what what role this has played, the emotions that have played. And, and maybe this is the week that you draw a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. And you say, yeah, yeah, this has been a part of our story. But going forward, we're going to build, we're actually going to build sexual intimacy. We're not just going to keep engaging in the sexual activity. We're going to build sexual intimacy as husband and wife. Yeah. You know what, you guys? Thank you. Thank you for understanding and coming along for this journey and around a topic like this where many won't talk about it. They'll just sort of bring it up and, and, and leave you sort of going like, can we, should we do it? Should we not do it? We are doing it. We, we don't know what's happening. Do know it's your marriage and those six pillars of intimacy. Those are your marriage. The way you strengthen them, it's your marriage. Mm-hmm. So go out there. Even around a topic like this, you can have some amazing breakthrough and we're believing for you and we're pressing in for you. All right. And for those of you who do need more assistance, more help, if you're like, we are just stuck again, go learn more about coaching. That's at one extraordinary marriage.com slash coaching. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We can't wait to hear about your hugs when it comes to this topic. So send them in and we want to read them here and we want to congratulate you for what you're doing to make your marriage extraordinary. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week.